This is WCNY's The Capitol Press Room, and we're joined on the phone by pollster Steve Greenberg to discuss the latest survey of New York voters conducted by the Siena College Research Institute. Welcome back to the Thunderdome, Steve. <laughs> Great to be with you, David. Well, let's turn to the issue of the day, which is how government officials are responding to the influx of asylum seekers in New York. How big of an issue do New Yorkers find the increase in asylum seekers and the response by the state? Is this something that seems to be uh, of a serious nature to voters? Absolutely. This is an issue that's clearly resonating with New Yorkers right now. Uh, When we ask them, 82% of New York voters say it is a serious problem. 54% say very serious problem. Only 16% say it's a not, not a very serious or not at all serious problem. And it really is across the board. 77% of Democrats, 84% of independents, 89% of Republicans say it's a serious problem. If we look at it regionally, 86% of New York City voters, 82% of downstate suburbanites, 76% of upstaters, all say it's a serious problem. And if we look at it racially, 83% of white voters, 80% of black voters, 74% of Latino voters say it's a serious problem. Let's turn to how people think their local leaders, as well as leaders up the food chain, are responding to this issue. Do New Yorkers think any political leaders are doing a good job responding to the influx of asylum seekers? Short answer, no. Uh, When it comes to their local elected officials, they're sort of break-even, but leaning on the positive side. Uh, 42% of voters approve of the job that their local elected officials are doing to address this issue. 39% disapprove. But when it comes to New York City Mayor Adams, Governor Hochul, the Biden administration, Uh, voters give all three a thumbs down in terms of the way they are addressing the issue. Is there anything that explains those responses to you? Could it be a reflection of executives faring more poorly than legislators because executives take on these responsibilities in a crisis? Or is there something else that might explain this uh, differentiation to you? Well, we don't know that you know, how voters feel about their legislators. When we said a local elected officials, they may have been thinking about their legislators, but they may have been thinking about their mayor or their county executive or their town supervisor. Look, we we talked about that this is a serious problem, but we, uh, we also asked voters a few other questions on this topic. And, and then we start to see a divide. But we also start when we ask voters, do you think that New migrants who came and resettled in New York over the last 20 or so years have been a benefit to the state or a burden to the state. A plurality of voters, 46 percent, say they've been a burden. Only 32 percent, less than a third, say they've been a benefit. And we can talk about the partisan divide on on that question. But what I'm saying is that and other questions show that New Yorkers are concerned about this issue They think it's a serious problem, and they don't think that the big three executives, uh, you know, the New York City mayor, the New York state governor, or or the uh, president and his administration are doing a particularly good job on addressing. 
Well, yeah, coming back to that question you just highlighted, that uh, historical question, looking back over the last 20 years, what prompted you to ask that question? Because it's my understanding that this isn't something you've asked specifically in the past. So I was curious about the 20-year benchmark as well as just the question more broadly. Well, we wanted to ask about the topic, and we used this as the first question to lead in, to get people to start to think about the issue. And we wanted to get a sense of, historically, you know, the Statue of Liberty is in New York Harbor, and New York has traditionally been a place where new immigrants have come. And that's certainly gone on over the last couple of decades as well. Otherwise, we would have seen large population losses in that state. So we wanted to get a sense of voter from voters. Do they think that the, the new migrants over the last couple of decades have been a benefit to the state or a burden to the state to, to get a sense of how they look back, how they feel today, and what they'd like to see moving forward? And, and lastly, on, on this topic in terms of semantics, how did you choose uh, to use the phrase migrants as opposed to, say, asylum seekers, uh, which is the case for some people and migrants works for some people and migrants have a different history in New York, say with seasonal workers, for example. So, so how did you go about choosing the language for this? And do you think it was important in terms of how people responded to the question? Uh, absolutely. Look, wor- words matter. We often debate the wording of questions uh, for quite a while before we come up. Look, you use asylum seekers. We do not know that all of the people who've come to New York are seeking asylum. We do know that they are migrants. They have come to New York. They, they are here now. So that's where we wound up. So part of this issue that's arisen in the wake of New York City Mayor Eric Adams deciding to send some of the people who come to New York City outside of the five boroughs is this question about uh, relocation and the attitudes about that. What sort of response do people in, say, upstate New York feel about that issue now that it's been going on for weeks? Well, we asked voters, do you support or oppose moving new migrants in temporary housing, in temporary conditions in New York City now to more permanent conditions, relocating them in other parts of the state? And overall, 50% of voters support that idea, 40% oppose it, but we see wide divides. Uh, you asked geographically. So upstate voters are divided on that. 42% support, 43% oppose. Uh, downstate suburbanites, closely uh, divided, but leaning towards opposition, 46-41. New York City voters, overwhelmingly, two to one, support it, 60 Two to thirty-two percent. Democrats, two-thirds of Democrats support it. Nearly two-thirds of Republicans oppose it. Independents, closely divided, leaning towards opposition. And I don't think you asked this specific question in the past, but you've asked questions, if I remember correctly, that are related to sending migrants or asylum seekers to housing outside of New York City. Do you feel like there seems to be a trend in any way in that issue? Do opinions seem to be solidifying one way or another? How do you think people's attitudes are uh, cementing or or not cementing on this? 
Uh, I think the, the attitudes are still in flux and, and, and will be shaped by what they see going on around their community, around the city, around the state. Uh, and I think it's hard to compare different questions, they, particularly different questions asked at different times. So uh, I wouldn't want to try and do that. So we talked about how Governor Hochul is not exactly getting uh, great marks for her handling of this issue. But you also asked about the governor's job approval numbers more broadly. And compared to one of your recent polls in June, the numbers are relatively the same. But how are the job approval numbers for her job more broadly looking when seen through the longer lens of time beyond just August to June? Yeah, I, I, and, I'm, and I'm glad you asked that question, Dave, because you start to see trends sometimes in polling. Sometimes you don't. Numbers go up a little, down a little, up a little, down a little. But what we've seen with Governor Hochul's job approval rating, and to a slightly lesser extent her favorability rating, but certainly on her job approval rating, over the last five polls since January, we've seen a low decline in her job approval rating. January of this year, she hit her all-time high uh, on job approval, which was 56-36. 56% of New York voters approved of the job she was doing as governor, 36% disapproved, and 20 points on the positive side. But since then, in those five consecutive polls, she didn't fall off a cliff in any of them, down three points, down six points, down four points. The result is today, break even. 46% of voters approve of the job she's doing, 46% disapprove. Not horrible. Break even is not horrible. It's eh, but it also shows that it's down 20 points since January, where it was 56-36, now 46-46. Well, in addition to asking about the governor's job approval more broadly, as well as her handling of the influx of migrants, you have now repeatedly asked about the governor's response to uh, crime in New York, as well as uh, her response to uh, the lack of affordable housing in New York. Do those numbers and where those are trending seem to indicate where the overall job approval drop is coming from? Or are those numbers relatively stable? Well, it, you know, it's been since February right. uh, that we asked about crime and housing. Uh, and since February, on the crime number, it is down six points. Uh, on the housing number, it is down four points. So far less movement in those two categories over the last six months than in her overall job approval rating. Well, turning to politics outside of the state government, uh, you asked a question about a potential rematch of the 2020 presidential election and uh, asked New York voters 
who they would choose between Democrat Joe Biden and Republican Donald Trump if they were both on the ballot in 2024. And this was big news on my drive-in this morning uh, on the local conservative radio station, which see the current margin that you have as indicative of uh, the former president's chance of winning New York in the future. Can you talk about the trend that you've uh, highlighted here and, and also that second part, whether you think uh, Donald Trump could ever win New York State in a presidential election? Well, let's take the first part first. Right now, what we see in this hypothetical horse race among registered voters, not likely 2024 presidential voters, um, is Biden at 47 percent, Trump at 34 percent. Biden's still ahead, uh, double digits, 13 points. But in a state like New York, and this gets to the second part of your question, in a state like New York, where a Republican has not won, a Republican presidential candidate has not won since 1984 when Ronald Reagan won re-election, the fact that Biden is only ahead by 13 and is under 50 has to be concerning to Democrats. That said, 50% of the enrolled voters of this state are Democrats. Fewer than a quarter of the enrolled voters in this state are Republican. New York hasn't gone Republican in a presidential election since 84, hasn't gone Republican in a statewide election in now two decades since George Pataki won his last term in 2002. Um we're 16 months before an election. I don't think this is indicative uh, of where the voters will be uh, 16 months from now. Well, we've been speaking about the Siena College Research Institute's latest survey with pollster Steve Greenberg. Steve, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, David. And for more Capital Press Room content, visit capitalpressroom.org or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.